0: And it came to pass that we did find upon the land of promise, and we journeyed in the wilderness that there were beasts of the forests of every kind, both the cow and the ox, and the ass and the horse, and the goat and the wild goat, and all manner of wild animals which were for the use of men. First Nephi, chapter eighteen, verse twenty-five. Hey, listeners, this is Nick from Book of Mormon Central, and today's podcast addresses the question: When Lehi's party arrived in the land, did they find horses there? When Lehi and his family arrived in the Promised Land, according to Nephi's account, they found beasts in the forest of every kind, the ass and the horse, and all manner of wild animals. The inclusion of horses in the Book of Mormon is a subject that has long perplexed many readers, since conventional thinking among scientists maintains that horses went extinct in the Americas around the end of the last ice age, circa 10,000 BC. Some have used this apparent discrepancy to try and discredit the Book of Mormon. Others, however, have argued that various possibilities could account for it. For example, some have suggested that the use of the term horse is an instance of what scholars call loan-shifting or referential extension, where a familiar word is applied to a foreign item or concept. This has happened frequently when new cultures encountered the horse in both the old and new worlds. Some scholars suggest something similar may have happened when Lehi's family first explored the promised land. That is, they may have extended their term for horse to a new unfamiliar species. Others have noted that translation sometimes introduces anachronisms into a text and so propose that words like horse may be the result of the Book of Mormon's translation into English. While these remain important possibilities to consider, a recent study published in the Texas Journal of Science indicates that horses may have been in the Americas during Book of Mormon times after all. An international team of scholars, including experts in geology, biology, paleontology, and archaeozoology, recovered specimens of horse and other megafauna from a stratified context at Rancho Carmenchel near Cerdal, San Luis Potosí, Mexico. To establish the chronology of the site, several radiocarbon dates were obtained at each layer of strata from charcoal and other organic material recovered during excavations. Importantly, Several horse specimens were recovered in close association with materials carbon-dated to Book of Mormon times. Based on the researchers' analysis of the recovered horse specimens, all of the samples from the pre-Columbian, post-Pleistocene, or Ice Age, contexts belonged to either Equus Mexicanus or Equus converscendens, both now extinct North American horse species. This rules out the possibility that these were actually Spanish horse bones that somehow contaminated the lower strata of the site. The authors of the study concluded, the remains of Equis that were recovered from RC or Rancho Carbon from multiple stratigraphic layers all with associated radiocarbon dates all in a fair stratigraphic continuum and showing no mixing between geological units imply that horses may have persisted in this region of Mexico well after the classical late Pleistocene extinction time. Although this is incongruous with the commonly assumed date for the extinction of the horse in America, It is consistent with the traditions of several indigenous groups which insist that their people had horses before the Spanish arrived. It is also part of a growing body of evidence that suggests that at least some pockets of horses survived for several millennia after the end of the last ice age. For instance, studies of ancient DNA samples from Alaska and the Yukon found horse DNA in permafrost layers from between 8600 and 5700 BC and 3700 BC respectively. Further south, some horses in Brazil and Argentina apparently survived as late as 5000 B.C. In Mesoamerica, scholars have long been perplexed by horse bones found in conjunction with ceramics in northern Yucatan. Charcoal found in association with some of these horse specimens was radiocarbon dated to circa 1840 B.C. And additional horse remains were found in later pre-Columbian strata. In the past, scholars have raised questions about the stratigraphy of the site. But recently, one pair of archaeologists concluded that the possibility that the horse survived into the late archaic or even pre-classic should be taken more seriously. Since the horse also survived into post-Pleistocene times in the Old World, the possibility of its survival into archaic times in the American tropics may also need to be considered. The most recent findings reported from Mexico further reinforce that possibility. Establishing the survival of horse populations in the Americas well beyond the last ice age has major implications that would reverberate across several disciplines engaged in the study of pre-Columbian American history, creating a paradigm shift, as the authors of this latest study have acknowledged. Whether this latest evidence will bring about such a shift is yet to be seen, but the scientists who published it have urged others to treat the possibility as a developing hypothesis, which is testable rather than just avoided. Although the issue is not yet definitively settled, the potential implications of these latest findings on how we read and interpret references to horses and other animals in the Book of Mormon are very much worth considering. In this light, it is particularly interesting to compare these latest findings to the dating of various Book of Mormon references to horses. Two of the radiocarbon dates found near horse remains came from the mid-2nd millennium BC thereby supporting the reference to horses during Jaredite times in Ether chapter 9 verse 19. Another dates to the 6th or 5th century BC, which is chronologically close to Lehi's arrival in the promised land, when Nephi said he saw horses there, and to Enos' time when the Nephites had many horses. The final mention of horses in the Book of Mormon comes during the Gadianton siege in the 1st century AD. And two radiocarbon dates support the presence of horses around this time as well. Thus, if these findings are valid, they support the existence of horses in all periods the Book of Mormon mentions them in. Additionally, it may be significant that two different types of Equus species were found in strata dating to Book of Mormon times, since the Book of Mormon also mentions the ass or donkey, which is likewise a member of the so-called horse family, equidae. Since the E. conversendens is a small to medium-sized horse, perhaps it is what the Jaredites and Nephites referred to as an ass, while the larger E. Mexicanus was their horse. The findings at Rancho Carabanchel may therefore help account for not one, but two animals mentioned in the Book of Mormon. As scientists and scholars continue to explore and debate this issue, students of the Book of Mormon should remain open to various explanations for references to horses and other Old World animals mentioned in Jaredite and Nephite records. These recent findings once again illustrate why it is important to remain patient and open-minded as archaeology continues to unfold the past, rather than jump to hasty conclusions based on a mere lack of evidence. The potential discovery of pre-Columbian horses during Book of Mormon times is but a single data point and a much larger trend towards confirming things once thought to be anachronous in the Book of Mormon. In scholarship, as in science, Hugh Nibley once observed, every paradox and anomaly is really a broad hint that new knowledge is awaiting us if we will only go after it. Those who have had the patience to approach the Book of Mormon's reference to horses as just a broad hint are now enjoying new knowledge that may be on the verge of rewriting the history of the Americas. Thank you for listening. To find out more, please visit bookofmormoncentral.org and then click on Know Why.